now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. There is. He just doesn't come out that often. Well, he should come out. <laughs> I love him. He's too busy doing adventures in Epcot. Can you imagine the Doofenshmirtz meet and greet at the villains <laughs> event? That would be so That'd awesome. Be awesome. It's like, yeah, there's Vader, there's Kylo Ren, there's Radcliffe. <laughs> oh, it's Doofenshmirtz! <laughs> How has SpongeBob been going for like over 20 years and they cut off Phineas and Ferb after less than 10. It's not fair. Well, I mean, there's only, what, 104 days of summer vacation? Summer vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just start on the next year's summer vacation. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be funny if they began and ended every season with, like, leaving school and then going back to school. That's or just, be perfect. Or just yeah. start having them homeschooled and have them move to a warm climate and every day is summer vacation. Well, that'd be kind of tough because, you know, the homeschooling that Candace is always there. Yeah, Phineas, Ferb, and Agent P have all met, done meet and greets before, but never do Finchmerts. Hmm. Wonder if they'd have to make him a face character. No. It would just be Doofenshmirtz, Paul. I don't know what you mean by this character thing. Right, a friend of Doofenshmirtz. Yes. <laughs> you know who else is a friend of Doofenshmirtz? Our listeners. Hi, welcome to Butter and Bacon. We discuss the good stuff of Disney and meet and greets. My name is Paulie, and with us uh, semi-annually now is Nick. Let's go to Nick. Hi, Nick. Hi. And uh, next up on the hit parade will be, let's go to Amy. Amy, hello. Hello. And joining us from the wilds of Connecticut are the tag team duo, that dream team, Dean and Becca. <laughs> Say hello. Hello. Haiti. 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 Hades? Travel. Go to Haiti. You can book it through <laughs> Becca. B-E-K-K-A. Can... I was thinking of Hades. Adventures out there, travel.com. Hades. No, we're not <laughs> going to Hades. Oh, you want to meet Hades? You can meet Hades. Go to uh, the Villains event at the studios. You can drop book that through Becca. That's B-E-K-K-A. At adventuresoutthertravel.com. You can also see him on the cruise ship. And if you want to book a cruise, you can book that through Paul. That's P-A-U-L. At adventuresoutthertravel.com. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> anyway, speaking of booking travel, we are here for a rare three-part, two-part series. Because uh, as we left our last cliffhanger, you guys got off the boat and you went to a certain theme park afterwards. But prior yes. to that, I missed one of our fun activities that we did on the ship. And I think it's worth mentioning. And it's one of those things like, I don't know, there's certain parts of like family vacation time where you just do things that just would never materialize in your real life. Happy and haunts. Th this is one of, yeah, it's, it's like a happy haunt on the cruise. And this was just... At its surface, just sounds kind of dumb, but it was really fun. They had an event going on in uh, one of the, I think it was in D Lounge, where you show up, you get a potato, you get a carrot, you get four wheels and a sharp knife, <laughs> and you make yourself a race car. So we thought, hey, you know what? Well, let's, let's give it a go. We've never done this before. So we were with our friends, so they, they were uh, doing this as well as a family. So each, uh, each family had their own car. 
Um, but the, the key uh, part was as we're walking in, they asked us to name our team. So I think, I can't remember, but my son had some goofy suggestions. He was like, you know, <laughs> we're, we're the fruit cutters. I'm like, well, I would be fruit cutters. We're working with vegetables. And he's like, okay, we're the happy cat family or something like that. So finally he settled <laughs> on veggie slicers. So like, okay, our, whatever. It's been like six minutes of trying to figure out a name. This is not the important part. So we're like, okay, we're the veggie slicers. So we go in. I, Beck, how many families were there, you'd say? Maybe dozen, 15-ish or so? Less than that. Maybe like nine. Under ten. No, so I remember they did four heats, and, and there was... Uh, okay, say it doesn't. I'll just let you own it. Uh, I can't remember. There's either three or four cars <laughs> per race. Because uh, I spent ten minutes my... debating how many people were at the uh, cut of cut but The, the point being, you will not be the only ones there. Everyone else is right. as corny as you and wants to go race a potato. Oh, people look forward to it when they go on the cruise. Like, we did it last time. We're going to do it again and win this time. We're going to make <laughs> it better. They think about these things. Yeah, so we did not win. <laughs> we uh, we had fun designing our... We, we did carrot body potato accents. Most people were doing potato body carrot accents. And uh, we, we crashed out in the first race. We came in second in our heat, though. Oh, yeah, bad. we came in second in our heat. I'm like, don't sell us short. We did all right. And I think if we had... We, we struggled to get the tires on straight, so we kept, like, getting wobbly. So I think that if we had a little more time, we could have added a little more potato weight. We probably would have done better. But uh, the fun part was... I have no problem putting on potato weight, by the way. <laughs> we had fun doing it together as a family, so that was Yeah, fun. it was really good. It's, it's just, Like I said, it's one of those silly activities. You know, if your local rec hall was having a potato race, you're probably not bothering to go there with your family. But on a cruise ship, it's part of family vacation, a lot of fun. And as a consolation prize... Believe it or not, they gave away an award for best team name, and it was the Veggie Slicers. Yay! Yay. What did we win? Luggage tags or something like that? I think so. Eli was trying to—he uh, uh, was trying to give them away. What? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we get these things. Like, the like instantly, like, "Hey, does anybody want one of these?" We're like, "No, we won those straight up. That's our prize." So I wanted to keep them. So anyway, just another thing, check your navigator, uh, consult your favorite travel agent or someone who has had experience on a cruise. There's all sorts of fun things to do from you know, mar margarita tastings to potato races. So we had a good time with that. You could also but, make your own Christmas ornament in the shape of oh, an inside-out porg. Yeah, talk about that one real quick. Okay. An inside-out porg? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. only on the Star Wars day, see. Sorry, it's lunchtime, so, you know, I'm hungry. So they Hashtag get porg. They had an activity in D-Lounge where you could go and create your own family memory orb. You know what, inside out, everything's like a yellow ball, a green ball, a purple ball, whatever, yes. of all your memories. So you, they give you a clear one, and it comes in two parts, and you can click it together to make the ball. But inside, you can decorate the whole thing, and they'll take a photograph of you and put it inside. That was nice. It was a photograph of the three of us. It has all sorts of glitter all over it now because our son wanted to bedazzle it up there. So, and it's pretty big. I don't know. What is it, like six inches in diameter, maybe? Maybe, wow, maybe bigger. Wow, that's a good size orb. It's gonna be Getting it home was a trick. I saved room in a carry-on, but uh, we'll have it for for Christmas. Yeah. 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 It might be a little large to hang on a tree, but it's definitely a fun ornament. And, uh, oh, I'm hanging again, up. <laughs> I better get a big tree then. But yeah, it was a cool activity. We had a lot of fun putting that together. And they, they nice did fun. a um, Polaroid-style photo of you and your family as you walk through, so... That's what's in the middle of our orb, and then decorated with all the massive amounts of glitter that he came up with. <laughs> That's great. So anyway, uh, all good cruises come to an end, and bad ones do too. Uh, so this was a good one, and uh, we were kind of sad to leave, but excited because we weren't heading right home. We were headed off to the last part of our vacation, uh, headed over to Universal. It's maybe, I don't know, an hour back or so, a little less than an hour back from the port to Universal. Obviously, it'd be a little farther if you're going all the way to 
well, Disney World. Maybe it's a little over an hour. It doesn't matter. Point it being, was about it's not an hour. A, yeah, not a long drive. Um, an easy drive, you know. Other than what, Beck? 77 tolls we went through? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was $7 worth of tolls. It, seriously, it was, it was quite a bit. I mean, the, we did learn, obviously, I think we talked about this last show. Uh, yeah, this least, sounds like deja vu. Deja vu. Yeah, well, the, the, anywhere you're driving yeah, Florida, there's tolls. It's, it's kind of like going up and down New Jersey. So <laughs> nice to have the easy pass, which yeah, we now know uh, will work on our next trip. We didn't have it this time, so Beck was digging out the quarters, and uh, we made our way there. Um, Universal, as we've talked about on previous Universal shows, is obviously not as big as Walt Disney World. So Wait, you went to Universal? We went to Universal. So we pull up to Universal, and we stay at the Hard Rock Hotel. And uh, first lesson learned, the Hard Rock Hotel is not in the same location as the Hard Rock Cafe. No. <laughs> Don't <laughs> make that. Um, no, we, 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 we had this down. We were good. And actually, the signage at Universal is pretty uh, ample. So you should be have no problem once you get in the neighborhood of getting where you need to be. Um, so the Hard Rock Hotel, I guess you'd call it their signature resort. Uh, it's certainly the closest to the park. Portofino Bay is their signature resort. I think Portofino Bay is probably nicer. Um, not that we've stayed there yet, but I think they market that one as being nicer. It's just a little bit farther out. Um, but Hard Rock over there definitely is very nice. Yeah, Hard Rock's fantastic. It's, uh, like I said, short walk. Um, think slightly longer than Contemporary to Magic Kingdom. Um, they have metal detector as you go along the walkway, similar to that Contemporary walk to the Magic Kingdom. So you're through security in a very short line and on your way once you, uh, once you hit the edge of property. Um, but focusing on the hotel itself, so we were lucky enough to be able to book a, I think it wasn't a family suite, but it was like a, a king bed king suite. suite. King suite, yeah. So their, their king suite, which was a really nice room. So you walk in, they advertise it as 650 square feet, but I, I think they magically like made it appear bigger than that because it felt really spacious. Mm. You had a pull-out couch uh, as you walk in, uh, kind of on your left, TV across from that. There was a full like dining room style table with chairs uh, next to a window that was overlooking the pool area. Then obviously, as the name suggests, a king size bed, which was sort of in a section that wasn't quite walled off. So don't think suite like, you know, a one bedroom suite where there's a door to the bedroom. This whole thing is wide open. And that's probably what makes it feel more spacious than the square footage actually is. Uh, and then there's a single bathroom that has two doors, uh, one off of the living room area, one off of the bedroom area. So kind of a big circle to run around as nine-year-old kids tend to do. Well, at least uh, they enclose the bathroom. They do enclose the bathroom, Nick, so you're safe <laughs> there. Open floor plan bathroom. <laughs> this isn't California. This is still <laughs> still East Coast style. The you decor of the hotel was less cheesy than I thought it was going to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't as big guitars. I was kind of imagining something a lot more, like, cheesy and glamorous and kind of in your face, but it was Everything was pretty much cream-colored, and they have a, had a few displays of different um, costumes used by different singers over, over time, like Carrie Underwood and Rihanna. Yeah, this isn't Universal's answer to all-star music, <laughs> so it is, it is not in-your-face, uh, over-the-top icons. But yeah, they had, they had the typical hard rock decor that you'd expect. If you've ever been to any of the restaurants, you know, they have 
celebrity stuff along the walls and music playing throughout everywhere, which was kind of nice. Um, but you know, overall, I, I'd say the resort is pretty accessible. Uh, everything was, was right there that you need. They have a big lobby. They do live music at time. Uh, they have plenty of restaurants, plenty of bars. They have a big gift shop. No surprise there. Uh, their gift shop was kind of a, a weird amalgamation of a mini hard rock store with a typical hotel resort store. Hmm. So it's like, here's your posters next to the sunscreen that you want to buy. Kind of an odd mix, um, but a good store. And they have pins there. Lots of pins for sale. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't know Universal was as deep into the pins as Disney was, but apparently they're either have always been there and I never noticed it before this trip, or they're catching up because there was pins from every year of Hard Rock, uh, at least back for the last four or five years, and then all sorts of other pins, Universal and Hard Rock themed alike. Um, the pool area has cabanas. We did not spend any time in the pool, so I can't really speak to it, but. I'm assuming those are for rent, uh, so if you want a cabana to hang out by the pool, if you're planning a full resort day, that is an option for you. Otherwise, their pool is a pretty nice hotel pool with a pretty nice slide and plenty of bars, again, uh, available for you. We did a quick-serve breakfast. Now, Beck, what, did, what was the name of that place? I cannot remember. So it was called Emac and Bolio's, which is originally an ice cream store based out of Boston, but they've kind of gone into the space at the Hard Rock and added on to ice cream is now becoming pastries for breakfast and Starbucks coffee and as well as like gum and other sort of little things at checkout. Yeah, it was the Starbucks that drew us down there. We're like, let's grab breakfast. Oh, they have Starbucks. But it was one of those we proudly serve Starbucks coffee, um, but not branded mm -hmm. as a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Got it. But so, so they had different different from what's over at the Cabana Bay, which is a full fledged Starbucks. Oh, OK. That except. That accepts Starbucks gift cards, too. Yeah, wow. and that's how you can kind of tell. Because, like, you go to Barnes & Noble, they won't take any Starbucks paraphernalia as payment. Okay. It's annoying. Yeah, no, this was definitely their own donuts, their own pastries, muffins, cinnamon buns type stuff. Um, I think they had some egg sandwiches, but it wasn't like, the, you know, the Starbucks turkey bacon egg sandwich. It was just their own egg sandwich. They had, like, the and... Bart Simpson big donut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Lars <laughs> Lad. <laughs> Right. Well, so we just grabbed that for breakfast and then headed right over to Universal Studios and, you know, won't go through like a full trip report because, you know, Universal Studios, we kind of talked about this before. Maybe we'll do a show at some point. It, I think it'd be a good blog entry, too, of, you know, if you like this at Walt Disney World, you'll you should try that at Universal because as much as Universal gets a lot of grief for things like, you know, screen rides and everything's a 3d projection it's not necessarily true they do have a lot of those um but you know if you go and you ride the dudley do rights okay well if, if you like splash mountain that's a ride to try because that's sort of their version of splash mountain um we had a couple attractions that were new for us this time over the course of two days uh transformers was the first time i'd ridden that um uh, that one again <laughs> i guess the Paul, I think I'd say there, if you like the Spider-Man ride, try yeah, the Transformer yeah. ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It's not as good, though. I think it's really dark. It's it is dark. Um, it's got uh, more spinning, less falling, which you don't really fall, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And, and it's I, fun. I've, I don't think I've ever complained about this on a ride before. I'm not complaining here, but my, if I had to critique it, I'd say... It went on a little bit too long for what it is. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it most was... most people want rides to last longer. You know, yeah. like I love a uh, I love a Peter Pan ride that's like six minutes long instead of the ten seconds that it actually is. Exactly. But uh, yeah, that, it, yeah, I can I I can understand that. There's like a couple stops on the ride that you're like, okay, cool. It no, it's gonna keep going. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, we're getting picked up by a transformer, and then. Are down. we safe? Nope, we still gotta nope, drive. Nope, just got picked up again. <laughs> okay, and put back down. <laughs> I like. I, I love, no, no, I really like it, but I, I can understand how you're like. All right, I'm ready to get off. You know, I'll tell you what ride. You, I'm always ready to get off of when we get to it. All right. Simpsons spoiler. Um, no, I like the Simpsons. <laughs> well, that was another one that was new to us. We actually did the Simpsons on our last day. Beck was not feeling too well. Uh, my son wanted to try it out. I had never been on it. I was like, okay, I'll go on there with you. So, you know, the, the queue was interesting in the sense that um, at least they keep you entertained by those side videos. It's not the same spiel over and over again. It was like a lot of different snippets that were coming through. What was bizarre to me was that there was literally nobody in line with us. That and is they weird. Were us through the queue. <laughs> so maybe we had just missed, like they had just loaded some folks because then, mm. uh, you know, a few more people came in behind us. And then finally they let us into the next room, which leads to another room, which leads to the ride. And uh, I think I had my eyes shut for a good 85% of that ride. Mm. Um, definitely early stages of motion simulation. If you ask me, it's, it's just not as clean as some of the other ones. Um, so it made me very nauseous very quickly. Uh, I guess I'll give the summary from a nine-year-old's perspective. Dad, I can't believe that's going to be my last ride on vacation. That's stuff. Oh. So he didn't like it. He doesn't relate to it. He's never seen The Simpsons. He's you know mildly oh. familiar with the characters. There's a lot of good Simpsons gags in there, though. If you're a Simpsons there's... fan and you don't mind motion, you definitely need to ride the attraction. There's so many in jokes. Yeah. There's tons. And the only the only issue I have with that ride is depending on which theater you're in, you either get a dead-on perfect centered view of it, or you're off, oh, and everything true. just looks. Looks weird because you're like floating above what you should be. Because you're on you know. one side of the dome versus the, you know, it's kind yeah, of like soaring if you're all the way on the end. Yeah, either you're if you get it perfect, like then it looks great because it looks like you're you're right where you're supposed to be. But if you're off to the side, you look a little either up or above where you're where you're supposed to be. So it kind of throws it off a little. Maybe that was our problem because that, that's what I thought. Everything looked a little bit off, and it was a little bit extra nauseating because of that. Yeah. Maybe if we had a better center view, it wouldn't have felt so off. Yeah, the first time I'd ever did it, it felt weird. And then we did it this trip that I did, and it was, like, perfect. And it was a lot better. Yeah, our recent trip, uh, we totally lucked out. We got the center theater. And it was just me, my dad, and my daughter in the vehicle, too. So that helped, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's one of those yeah, rides. So maybe that's a like, try again someday. Yeah. But just do it first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other ride I guess I'll point out that was new for us was the Jurassic Park River ride I forgot the name of it is um, I like that a, quite a bit that's probably my my favorite attraction in the park really? yeah I love that really? yeah it is a combination huh. of Tally over River forbidden Rapids. journey um, over Hulk haven't ridden Hulk yet over Spider-Man over Spider-Man over Spider-Man, over Transformers, over Forbidden Journey. I loved it. I loved the did dinosaurs. I love. We did that last time, not this time. Uh, I love the slow-moving river ride. So it's it's like the good parts of Cali River without getting you soaked. 
and then wow. you have a drop that's bigger than the the drop on Splash Mountain. Like, I like how the dinosaurs subtly start appearing. Yeah, it's got a pretty good story to it. You know, it's yeah. it's a good franchise. I I like the Jurassic franchise. Maybe not popular among this crew. I feel like I'm. I'm no, on no, my, no. I'm, but, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. I've never ridden it. We walked over there, and my wife's like, what's that? And I said, that's the Jurassic Park ride. And then she saw the drop and everyone get wet, and she goes, no, we're not going on that. Yeah, well, that's that's just it. It's kind of like Splash Mountain. You don't really see them get wet because they go into the briar patch, and then you see them, <laughs> that they are wet Yeah. when they go on the other side of the bridge. But this is, yeah, you walk it on the path. It is in its unabashed full glory, giant show building, boat, Giant wave. Yep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It was yeah, like a. Uh, you know, again, if I was doing that blog entry, we talked about that. If you like Splash Mountain, also try this one. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Basically, that half of the park, you can just get soaked all over the place. Yeah. Um, the one ride we didn't get to try that we would have loved to because it was only a month old at the time was Hagrid's. Yes. It, it opened every day to 150 to 180 minute wait. Uh, we saw it top out at 300 minute wait, and we even went back on the last day of our trip, and pretty much presented my son with two. I mean, we rope dropped, so we were there as early as could be, and presented my son with two options: we can attempt to stand in this line. If it takes more than two hours, we have to leave and go to the airport, or we could probably get on, you know, five other attractions during this time. And yeah. we opted for the five other attractions. So, unfortunately, no first-hand report to report back on that one. But you know, it seems like other than it's really popular. There's no problems with it. Everybody seems to enjoy it. You can't really see a lot when you walk through the Harry Potter area. So I don't think there's a lot of um, Hagrid's motorbike that's visible. Um, but you can see where it is. That's not really helpful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, and that, that goes back to, to when it was Dueling Dragons. I mean, you really couldn't see much of the Dueling Dragons coaster except what popped up um, behind the limited trees that were there. But for Hagrid's, they planted a thousand trees. Right. And I'm not I'm not exaggerating. They literally planted 1,000 trees um, to make that forest, which, you know, in the words of Walt Disney, the trees will get larger. So, I mean, I can only imagine what that ride's going to be like in like two or three years when those trees have an opportunity to really grow and, and intertwine together. I mean, that's that's right. just great. That'll help with sight lines, right, Paul? Sight lines are overrated. <laughs> <laughs> So, Beck, before we jump into food, anything else you would highlight from our two days of, well, I call it abbreviated touring. We, we were not rope drop to, to close tours by any means. We were tired. Not after a cruise. I mean, that's the last thing you want to do, too. Yeah, we were all feeling a little bit under weather. You know, sun was probably on the upswing at that point as far as the cold we had all gotten. Beck was definitely in the heart of it. She was she was trooping along, but she was not feeling well. And the sea legs. I was having. I should have taken Dramamine, but I didn't. Um, so, I just would like to add that at one point, my son asked Dean, Daddy, can we go on Forbidden Journey? And Dean says, not so much. I didn't like it. Oh! So, said, Wait. so he goes, but your mom will be glad to go on it with you. So oh. I looked oh, at him. Feeling like, bad? Yeah. And I said, do I go upside down? He said, no, you don't go upside down at all. I said, well, okay. He goes, you just, it's just kind of like, um, like Gringotts. You just kind of like go around. And I'm like, oh, okay. I could do that. Yeah, no. No, no, no. We were upside down. I don't know. If you, you don't go. Like no, that. you don't actually go upside you down. You feel like you're up. Like I know you're not literally upside down, but like they <laughs> they kick you backwards. Like they kick you a good 
a good ways backwards. I'm I think it, it ends up in like 75 degrees. So you are basically yeah, laying straight back. But yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the rod I wanted to end early. Ah! Yeah. Ooh. Well, yeah. When we I don't. This, when I went on it five years section, ago. I'm done. <laughs> I went on it five years ago and really enjoyed it. I went on this time and like halfway through, I was like, please, this ride needs to end. Yeah. I don't get sick on rides, but I was almost sick. Oh. I don't know if they cranked it up or what, but that thing was tossing me. That, that felt tossed. That's what it was. I was like, oh, maybe it's just coming off the cruise. But I was ready for it to be over. I'm like, you are going to yeah. pay for this. <laughs> Wow, yeah, it's uh, we get to the spider section, I'm like, all right, I'm done, I'm done, Aragog, done, yeah. done, no more spiders, done, done, done. But my daughter's, my daughter's laughing at me, and then she turns face to face with a dementor, and then it's my turn to laugh. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> Wizarding World of Harry Potter is still amazing and awesome and worth the admission just to go there. I'd agree with that. Yeah, if you're so, the Disney fan that says, I don't need Universal, nothing over there is as good as Disney, but you could take both sections of Wizarding World plop them in a Disney park and they would be up to snuff if not superior to some of the areas of Disney. They they are they probably that they probably have better food overall. And I definitely recommend the Fireball whiskey in your butter beer. No. <laughs> but don't give it to your child. But yeah. don't give it to your child. No. Wish I'd known that before my trip. Ooh. Oh, Nick, Nick, I can also confirm based on uh, experience that uh, Becca would recommend that as early as 10:15 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we were up really early, so we've got like <laughs> I was like, is it too early? He's like, yeah, whatever. The other thing that I will say about Universal um, is that, you know, much like the food and wine, as soon as they start, you can start imbibing. You can bring drinks with you into the queues for all the attractions. Oh. So you can be standing with your um, Fireball Butterbeer. Your, your, your brunch drink. Yes. And then in line for the Simpsons. And then as soon as you're ready to get on to the attraction... You chug it, and then you throw it in the garbage can right there. You should do that before Rip Ride Rocket. Oh, man. Ugh. No, thanks. Wow, that's rough. Yeah, but um, I, I kind of mentioned it. You know, the Harry Potter uh, areas have fantastic food. Um, the Three broomsticks, um, you know, that kind of thing. Did you guys get a chance to have any of that this trip? We did not. Not Wait. the Potter food, no. We uh, we actually debated three broomsticks for breakfast one morning and yep. opted not to do it. Um, but we did take a break our first day to revisit a lunch spot that we enjoyed on a previous trip, which was Cowfish. Oh, yes. So again, uh, if you've never been to Cowfish, burgers, sushi, what could go wrong? Their burgers are amazing. Like, you wouldn't think so, but they were really good. I don't know. No, it's a, it's a it's great burger. We had we had sushi, we had burgers, we had cocktails. We got given a broken booth, which was really uncomfortable. What? <laughs> yeah, we How moved does out that of it. Happen? Yeah, it, it was funny. The, the person who was seating us brings us over to the table and goes, "Just be careful. the The party that was there before you, the booth was sliding underneath them." I was like, "Okay, I don't really even know what you're talking about, but sure." So we go to sit down, and of course, I'm on that side. I sit down, and instantly the the like the seat, the bench, dislodges from the booth. <laughs> I thought I was going to take a dive on the floor. Well, the funny thing is that the rest you could have owned empty. Universal. <laughs> they could have sat us anywhere else because it was empty. Like, yeah, the place was empty, and she puts us right back on a booth that she knew was broken from the previous family, which she intentionally sat there. <laughs> so we just slided to the table next to us. Nobody seemed to care, and I don't know, maybe ten minutes later, they bring another party over and seat them in that same booth. Mm. Why are you forcing people to sit in the broken seat? It was too funny. They need to put a cone in it to keep people from sitting there. 
Yes, yeah. velvet ropes. The, that just again, if the place was packed, I could understand you want to use up every seat. But this place is huge, and there's plenty of seating in different areas, upstairs and down, and they kept putting people there. Um, but yeah, I, you know, the sushi. I, if you have a really favorite local Japanese place, this isn't it. it you know, it's pretty it's good okay. sushi. Um, well, the fun, uh, well, it's their fun sushi. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, compare the sushi to what you get at Splitsville, which I know you've said that you enjoy. Better than Splitsville. Yeah, I'd probably go on par with Splitsville. Maybe a little, if you get the fun stuff, if you're getting the sushi that's like the fillet roll, like literally fillet mignon and a sushi roll, yeah, or stuff like that, I think it's better than Splitsville. Uh, we got, I got one that was actually like you'd see in a Japanese restaurant. It was all raw fish sushi, and I, I'd call that on par. Okay. And again, I'm not, you know, I like Splitsville, so I'm yeah, no, that, I'm that, not, well, that's, that's purposely alley sushi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's purposely um, why I ask because it's not some place like uh, you know go to your grocery store sushi counter. No, 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 this is definitely superior to grocery store sushi, your, your uh, gas station sushi. You know. <laughs> <laughs> airport sushi. Yeah, airport. Um, it's unless better. you're in San Francisco, because that's different. Yeah, that's probably better. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's really good. I'd recommend it. it it's not um, inexpensive. It's not top-of-the-line theme park expensive, but it's probably moderately expensive. Yep, and that is located at City Walk. And, yep, and the portions are huge. You know, the, the um, when you get a sushi roll, like one of their specialty rolls, you're going to see a little sticker shot because we're talking, you know, 20 22 $25 a roll. Yeah. But one big roll is probably enough for an individual. That's probably the equivalent of, like, three of those smaller, like, one-and-a-half-inch yeah, type. I'd, yeah. I'd say two-and-a-half to three uh, of a regular roll. Yeah. Yeah, that was on my list of places I wanted to try, but I was dealing with some picky eaters, so we didn't. We never mm. made it there. But that's where the burger part comes in, because you can get a, a straightforward. I mean, you can get some funky burgers there too, but you can get a straightforward cheeseburger. See, and I'm thinking that's the genius of this restaurant menu. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That, and, and what they do, they do pretty well. You know, we, we grabbed an appetizer. We had just regular soda drinks. Did you get falafel again? Did not get falafel. Here. <laughs> no, if I finally what did, what did, I was like, do we get calamari? I don't remember. I have it in my head that we got a calamari and it was good, but I I, I don't remember now because that was a month ago. I got because some that sort was of a... two months ago because I that got... was six months ago. You know, Whichever this joke is we'll, we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it going, but I I've been <laughs> I've been like freaking Activia. Yeah, no, you you're, you're fire, man. Dean, how's your 2020 going? <laughs> <laughs> Hope everybody enjoyed Mickey's very merry Christmas party this year. <laughs> that trip report will be out of July. That's my guess. Everybody's re- enjoying Rise of the Resistance, right? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> mm. Beck, you were saying? Oh. Well, I ordered, it was sort of a combination bento box type of thing where it had a little, so I, it was best of everything. It had some sushi and a little burger, and then edamame, and something else, like a cucumber salad. So it was all in this little bento box. So, that sounds glorious. That, that's that, a that, title. Sounds, that sounds exactly what I would get, except I'd get maybe two. <laughs> yeah, it needed, it needed another burger if you're, you know, it needed a little. But it so, was you get really the burger, so you get the sliders appetizer, and then that. Yes. That's good. No, that was, that's a good recommendation. That, that was awesome. If you want to, like, taste the menu, that is the right thing to order. That was great. It's a Samba's Tapas place. No. Sorry. No La La Land fans here. <laughs> oh, I love La La Land. Very nice. Good. Yeah, I so, 
again, you know, the, the problem with uh, when you have favorite restaurants and short visits is you don't get to try new stuff because we also repeated and went to Antihitos. Yes. This was with our friends, you know, the infamous popcorn guy. So we had a good meal there, you know, fun to uh, catch up with them. We obviously Mexican themed, so we went with the guacamole and all the fun margaritas that come with that. And, um, you know, from what we've experienced so far, I don't think you can go wrong at Antihitos. But I don't think there's much there that's like, you know, outside, where where I call a cowfish kind of a unique style restaurant, Antihitos is very much a classic, well done, you know, good good options uh, Mexican restaurant. Yeah, we loved going there. It was, it was just a good time. Great food. Um, and again, it's it's at City Walk. I found this to be very reasonably priced for the amount that you got. I think so, too. Yeah, agreed. Especially if you're coming off a Disney portion of your trip. Yes. <laughs> it's not to bang on yes. Disney, but it, it's just a fact. I mean, no, but it, I mean if you look at what your Mexican options are at Walt Disney World, price-wise, you know, this is probably most in line with uh, the Cantina. I guess, yeah. Day San Hell. Day San Hell, I can talk. Um, Maybe a but little the portions are just bigger, yeah. and the food yeah. quality is just better. Yeah. We also ate at Tootsum. was better this time than last time. Ah, yes, Tootsum, my absolute favorite universal restaurant. Has a little, their menu is a little bit of a French twist, right? Did you notice? Yeah. 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 Monte Cristo sandwiches, so things that you would be a little bit French. For the non-chocolate people. For the non-chocolate people. No, the non was at the Indian restaurant. Nice. Uh, Very nice. Uh, nice tie. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the the good part is, you know, we, we talked last couple shows about, you know, needing to eat gluten-free. They didn't have any challenges at any of those three restaurants. No. Nope. Not a Mexi- bit. Mexican inherently is easy to go gluten-free because you can get corn tortillas and then it's just, you know, proteins and vegetables and guacamole and corn chips, like, easy to do. But the other places right. have no problem accommodating our needs at all. Well, the great thing, too, is that, I mean, for any allergy or preference, I mean, if you're dairy-free, okay, no cheese. If you're gluten-free, okay, no flour tortilla. If you are vegetarian, okay, no meat. It, it's, it's very easy to omit the, the ingredients because, for the most part, they're mixed bef- right before you eat it. Or you mix it yourself. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the one new dinner entree or restaurant that we introduced was the kitchen, and this Tell was me one. about this. I know nothing about the kitchen. Yeah, so the kitchen is right in the Hard Rock uh, Resort. It's sort That's of, why. Uh, <laughs> it's sort of, I guess, their uh, three meal option. You know, one of the places that's actually open breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We did. We went to this place twice. We had dinner on our last night, and then breakfast the following morning. And we went down there for dinner, and you know, the the menu isn't very huge. It's 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 got good options, just not a lot of them. Um, but from our experience, what they do, they do pretty well. So I'd say, shooting from memory here, they are steaks, burgers, a couple sandwiches. I think Salad. they had a chicken entree, things like that. What Salad am I missing? Flat- Salads and flatbreads. Yes, yeah, salads and flatbreads. Good. Um, and, and again, what we had was really good. I ordered a steak, came out cooked perfectly. You got your potatoes, you got your vegetable. Here's where we had calamari, now that I calamari. remember it. Calamari, yes. Um, calamari was fantastic. The server was wonderful. She she really kind of helped the experience along. You know, she jumped right up with my sarcastic, snarky personality, gave it back to me, and it was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was amusing to watch. 
And Beth, what did you have there? So one thing that we passed over, but next time I would like to try is the banging tempura cauliflower. I thought that would have been really good, but we went with calamari. Um, what did I order? I have no See, idea. See, th- and that would have been interesting to compare it with the uh, ridiculously good cauliflower at Tiffany's. Right? I ordered filet mignon. That's what I ordered. Ooh. That's right. That was fantastic. They did a great job. And dessert? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, you go for it. Oh, I was going to say, and from the gluten-free menu, our son had a pizza. Right. And oh, cool. And what was left on the plate, I'm going to say it was a good pizza. <laughs> he, he did pretty well with it. Um, but yeah, they, they had, you know, some other interesting appetizers. They, I remember they had deviled eggs. They had that uh, cauliflower you were talking about. And some of the more classic stuff you see, you know, wings and, and um, quesadillas and artichoke dips, stuff like that. But the dessert, talk about the dessert. Well, you don't see it very much, very often anymore, but they had a dessert tray. So they brought over this tray of various desserts to choose from, and it was on a very big guitar. So the tray itself was a guitar. So I don't know. They had like a little bit of tasting, like a little little thing of chocolate to taste. But the, the big item on the menu was a, I don't know what they called it. It was like a 45 layer cake. All different, all different, like cheesecake, carrot cake, chocolate cake. It was like every line was like a new kind of cake. And it was huge. It's we a turducken of cake. It's a turducken Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But um, we did not get that. It's a turducken. It's a turducken. Well, there is that's a pie cake in, which pie is a pie cake. baked into a cake, but that's that's different. <laughs> so I don't remember what I got. Whatever it was, it was good. Mm. There you go. That's <laughs> my dessert. Great review. Yeah, we get five stars for that review. <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant was fantastic. I would definitely go back again. I'd make yeah, a trip so over there. We, we liked it well enough. We did go back again. We went the next morning, and this is where they have their breakfast buffet. So similar to um, other options in Orlando area on Sunday, they do have a gospel brunch. Uh, but the way they do theirs is they'll start Sundays with their regular breakfast buffet. If you get in before a certain hour, I think it was like 10, 10 o'clock, 1030, something like that. It's regular buffet. If you go after that time, you're experiencing the gospel brunch. So we were there early. So we had regular buffet. And, you know, again, when you're thinking about Disney breakfast buffets, you're usually in a character situation and you're paying 30 plus dollars per adult. Uh, if I remember correctly, the breakfast buffet here was 23 per adult and maybe half that for a kid. Not bad. So, you know, for you go to any regular hotel in any city and you get the breakfast option, buffet option, you know, the, your favorite Marriott, it's probably that or more. Yep. Um, and this had all the regular options you'd expect. They also had some interesting ones like breakfast pizzas and, you know, things like that. So it was a really good breakfast. Good way to have a last meal before heading to the airport and sadly ending our... 11 day journey. That's 11 days if I'm adding up correctly. Yes. Did you get to visit the uh, guitar vault at the uh, Hard Rock? No, but uh, they do have that available and um, you can visit the guitar vault. You can also call the desk and request that they bring a guitar to your room so you can play. Oh, wow. Yeah, my... Um, Varying skills are uh, allowed. <laughs> yeah, my dad's been in the uh, guitar vault with the... Uh, He's friends with the owner, and uh, he's been there. That's pretty neat. He was telling me about it. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, we didn't just have Nick on here for the uh, name-dropping of who his dad knows. (laughs) Nick, you also had a very recent Orlando vacation. Yes. Tell us, please. 
Well, we also went to uh, Universal. My son is uh, now living down there and uh, working for Disney, and he wanted his dog, so we uh, arranged a trip uh, to bring him his dogs, and I turned it into a four-night stay at Cabana Bay. Yes! Good call. <laughs> yes. What kind of dogs? Oh. Uh, I have no idea. I sent you a picture. Whoa! <laughs> Sir, sir, yes. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> accepting this blase attitude from you about the dogs. Um, this is the reason Amy's on the show. <laughs> yeah, the I was told there was going to be dog stories. Um, yes, there are, there are two dogs. They're both little dogs. I am not exactly 100% sure the uh, mix of them, but they're both mixed. I've sent you a picture. Let me but, look um, on. Let me look on Twitter, and I will find the picture. Yeah, find the and picture. At an, at an inopportune moment in your story, I will burst <laughs> in with speculation on what I believe the breed mixes to be on the um, two dogs in question. But my Toy Story loving kid has. Uh, we we're bringing him his dogs, Woody and Jesse. Nice. Um, and my mother-in-law came along too, so um, she was with us. Um, and so we drove out there, we got to Cabana Bay that night, and, uh, they were both exhausted. We had separate rooms, so they went up, uh, my wife went up to her, to our room. You had your own room and your... No, so <laughs> me and my <laughs> wife had a room. <laughs> me and my wife had a room, my mother-in-law had a room. Um, <laughs> well, actually, we ate first at the, uh, food court, the Bayliner Diner, which... Yes. ...is a great food court. It's probably better than any of the, uh... uh value ones at Disney. I it agree. Is, it is. It is amazing. Um, well, Art of Animation's uh, got a pretty good food court, so that's high praise. You know, I, so that's probably the only one I have eaten. I have eaten there. The first night I got the uh, uh, Swiss and Mushroom Burger, which was fantastic. And so then I, after I put them, they, after they went up to bed and everything, I went and <laughs> kind of... put them to bed. Put them to bed. <laughs> I went and explored the uh, resort, and it's... I love it. It's got that retro look. Um, you know, is it uh, supposed to be for the 50s? I don't know. It reminds me of, reminds me of Vegas in the 70s because all the casinos were still kind of transitioning um, into oh, the so newer. Oh, like childhood yeah. memories for you. Yeah. So just, yeah, I loved it. I wandered around. Um, I went over to the uh, Swizzle, which is their little bar in the lobby. Big fan. Um, yeah, they, I think they have more bars per hotel uh, than Disney does. Like a ratio. Cabana Bay has, has three. two outside and one inside, and then that's not, and and that's that just of, straight up bars. And then they also have a bar in the bowling alley, so they have four. Yes, that's correct. With Pabs yeah. on tap. Yeah. <laughs> PBR on tap. I I went there first, and I was going to get a drink there, and the one I was eyeballing had the uh, um, Red Bull in, and I was like, no, I drink that. I'll probably be up all night. <laughs> So then I went down to the uh, lobby bar, the Swizzle, and just sat there for a little bit and just relaxed. That I, that place is so relaxing. I, you know, a lot of resorts, like, Wilderness Lodge is the same to me. Like, I can go there and just sit all day and relax. But 
by the resorts they're kind of hectic they're not really you're in the lot if they put a bar in the lobby area some of those value resorts you go crazy you know but this is just a nice relaxing if they change out the tv areas for the little kids <laughs> can you <laughs> imagine <laughs> the uproar <laughs> <laughs> put a lobby bar in instead of the TV showing 101 These dogs look like one is possibly a Chihuahua mix, and the other one is possibly a Dachshund Hound mix. That is my opinion upon viewing the photos of the two dogs in question, Woody and Jesse, from a tweet on July 21st, <laughs> 2019. Okay, I will ask and confirm and let you know, Amy. I can tell you though that Jesse is uh, extremely active and wanted to sit in my lap while I was driving. <laughs> is this and a complaint? No, it's not a complaint. Actually, um, she did. She, so we were in my car and we're driving to my mother-in-law that we were going to take her car to Florida, but we we're in my car transporting them from our house to my mother-in-law's house, and Jesse's just running around the back seat, and I didn't even think to turn the um, uh, window locks on and she jumped oh. on the thing opened the window and as I'm turning the car I'm uh, turning and the I hear the window go down and I start screaming my wife grab her grab you know like <laughs> I'm oh afraid gosh. this dog was gonna jump out the window and then just be gone and uh, yeah well you know Br'er Taylor's dog Bobo actually did, did that out of the car yes jumped out yes. of the car they were all i think they were on their street driving home from somewhere and bobo just was like i'm out bye and jumped out of the car <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well jesse jesse attempted to make a break but she did gosh. not jesse must follow bobo on twitter yeah i remember but, actually nick and i were tweeting back and forth while he was wandering cabana bay and i was just loving every picture that he would send it was great yeah that, that's a it's um, a little bit bigger than I thought it was going to be because I always hear that the Universal Resorts are tiny. The people I've heard people say, but the only one I, I did explore um, Sapphire Falls and Adventure because they are literally right across the street. Yeah, although literal, literal across the street. I mean, they are. Yeah, and um, but they don't. They don't have a crosswalk there. They they have a little garden walk that takes you up and around. But I did see many of people darting across the street and almost get hit by cars. We do not um, recommend that. No, do not do that. But it, because the Garden Walk is very nice. It's, uh, uh, it takes you up and around over to Sapphire Falls and Adventure. And I did that three times. Um, I love how you really can't even hear. You definitely can't see the traffic you're walking over yeah. when you're on the Garden Walk. Yeah, it's beautiful. You just, yeah, you're just like in a little, you're just surrounded by trees and everything. And it masks all the uh, sights and sounds around you. But I love Sapphire Falls. I told my wife, I said, if we ever stay at Universal again, I want to stay at Sapphire Falls. That Sapphire Falls, the one with the awesome giant spiral staircase? Yes, and has yes. Um, the Strongwater, Strongwater? Yes, Strongwater Tavern. Yeah, which I walked Strongwater. by, but I didn't I didn't go in. Yeah, I did that a couple times, because that's just a nice walk. I actually did a full loop. You can go from Cabana Bay, do the Garden Walk, and then follow the path uh, from Adventura to Volcano Bay. And then back to Cabana Bay. There's like a big, there's a big loop you could do, nice. walking loop. Anyway, so the next morning we got up. Me and my wife got up and went to um, before breakfast or anything. We went over to Volcano Bay because you get in an hour earlier 
than if you're staying at one of the resorts than regular guests. The Waturi Islanders of Volcano Bay live their lives by the simple philosophy, water is life and life is joy. It's here in the sparkling waters of the island's lagoons and rivers that they find the joy of thrills and relaxation in perfect harmony. Their spirits soar as they brave the rapids of Te Awa, the fearless river, splash and play at Waturi Beach, and test their courage by plummeting down and through the very heart. So we were there. We were there at Rope Drop, but we didn't quite get in right away because we had an issue with our tickets. So um, we got in, got our uh, tapu tapu, um, went over to a locker, tapping the locker, not opening. I had to go find another cast member, and they had to reset uh, the Tapu Tapu because it wasn't connecting with the app. Um, but she got it connected pretty quickly. We threw all this stuff in a locker, and we went to go find the um, the water coaster. Which, for if you drive into Universal, there are signs telling you everywhere where to go. At Volcano Bay, I had a hard time figuring out where everything. Like there wasn't, there was signs, but they didn't quite direct you. I, I had a hard time navigating the park. I don't know if other people had, but I had a hard time um, finding. But we finally made it over to the water coaster, and that was incredible. That was a great ride. Um, you sit like four people one in front of the other, and it just uh, shoots you up and down hills. It was really fun. Tried three times to get on it. Nope. Oh, really? Oh, it was great. But And I told my wife, we're getting off, and there was, like, no line. And I'm like, oh, there's no line. Let's get back on, back in line. She's like, okay. And so then as we got, you have to go downstairs to get off the ride. And as we turned back around the corner, this there was just a huge line. I guess it not quite made it up the... Up the uh, uh, up to the load area, and now all of a sudden, it was it went from like no wait to like thirty minutes and like no. ten seconds. Um, so we went and walked over to one of the raft rides, and I thought it was one of the little single rafts you sit on and go down the slide. Um, and we walked up, I don't know, like eight flights of stairs, at least, at least. To get to the top of it and then found out it was one of the ones where you sit like um you could sit up to five people in a big giant raft yeah um and did one of those that was really fun um and then i go well there's another one on the other side so we walked over to that one and we got there my wife's like i'm not doing the stairs that hurt my knee i'm not going back up it. and goes, oh we have an elevator and my wife's like what and uh so then now you tell me there's only two rides you said there that have elevators, and yep. this was one. Well, of them. it's the family one. Yeah. Um, the so, three that are actually in the volcano, there's an elevator you can use for those two. Yeah. So this is like a little service elevator that was outside the mm-hmm. uh, line queue, and it takes you up. And um, so we got off the elevator, and like, I guess because we walked up, you walk up the elevator, and there's a right, there's um, there's a load area to the left and to the right, and the lady just goes, "Which side do you want?" And I said, the less tame, the, the more tame one. And she goes, oh, it's this one. And there's a line of people, like, you know, coming up the stairs and all that. And she goes, come on. And she would stat us right into the uh, raft to skip the whole line of people. Oh, that's that, awesome. That, <laughs> that were there. And uh, she put us in with um, another uh, a lady and her son. And um, this was the one that when you, you the big tube and you go down and it takes you up those big curves. 
it's, I don't know what they're called. You go way like, up yeah, the side of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Those are the ones that were really close to the room that we had. Um, I love that one. My wife was like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> but both, both those rack Amy rides... I was continuing to love your wife. <laughs> both oh, yeah. those... I was going backwards on both of them, so I did not see what was... <laughs> I could not see what was coming either time. Nick, I'm cursed uh, with the same thing. <laughs> and probably Dean as well. Oh yeah, I went backwards on those ones. No doubt. Yeah. So then, did you want to do something calm? I said, let's do the Lazy River. We walked over and we got to the fearless one. I said, well, this is one of the Lazy Rivers. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I said, we have to wear a life vest. And she goes, a life vest? And I was like, yeah. It, it kind of just it pushes you along instead of being in a tube. She's like, oh, okay. So we put on our life vest and we get in and it just picks her up yeah. and just took her off. Like, and it was, get in and I'm trying to catch Bye, up to Jenny. her. And she is, all I hear is, ow, ow. She's getting pushed into the wall. Oh, it's slamming her into the wall over and over again. I'm like, go to the middle. Go to the, so I'm like, you know, I'm pulling her over to the middle. And uh, we go through that and it just keeps dragging her back to the side. I don't know how, like I, I stayed in the middle the entire time. I don't know why I kept dragging her uh, to the side. And so then it comes to the complete loop, there's a split. And if you go to the right, you can get off. If you stay to the left, you stay on the on the river. And there's a big um, padded barricade right in the middle. And I'm screaming at her because I'm in front of her at this point. I'm like, turn around, <laughs> turn around, it's splitting, turn around. And I go down the exit side. Yeah. She runs, she turns around, runs smack into the padded uh, oh. uh, area goes and then goes down the left and keeps going on the thing so then I have to get back in and catch up to her again so we did it twice and then we got off that she's like I'm done let's go back to the room I mean she liked like Volcano Bay she said I'm just not going to get in that lazy river again we got to get another one I got a similar experience in that river she was not a happy camper oh no but um, we did all that and I'm like well it's got to be like 10 something we, we walked back over the locker and it was only um it was like a little well, it was like right at nine o'clock so we did all that in like an hour and a half so we went back and met my mother-in-law for breakfast um at the bayliner diner they have an awesome omelet station yes um she had rented my mother-in-law had rented a uh, scooter because her knees been bothering her um so we rented a scooter and they dropped it off the night before and the uh like disney has the buses that you can you know ride the scooter into Universal has those, but they never came to the, the we're waiting outside, and the first bus driver was in one of those big giant motor coaches, like the Magical Express, because you have to wait for a blue Universal bus, I'm like, okay, well then a second one of those big motor coaches came, and the guy goes, can you climb up the stairs to my mother-in-law, and she's like, yes, he goes, okay, we'll get inside, and he told me to come with him, and he just opened the, the luggage part, and we just shoved the scooter in there. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was nice. Um... So then we went over to Universal Studios. We, we go in, and I, the first ride you get to is the uh, Despicable Me ride. And I asked her if she wanted to do it. She said sure. And then they saw that it was, I mean, the park had barely been open. It already had a 90-minute wait. I was like, uh, it says it's an hour and a half. And she goes, no, I'm not waiting for that. So <laughs> then we went forward a little bit more, and we got to the uh, Race Through New York with Jimmy Fallon. And that had no wait. So we walked right on to that. Um, and they do um, at Universal. They'll um, if you're in a scooter, you can they'll transfer you to a wheelchair, and you can push the wheelchair through the queues, and then you could just take the wheelchair back to the scooter. We did that for most of the rides. We did that. That was the first time we'd ever done that. That was fun. I mean, it's nothing 
spectacular. Uh, it's a motion motion ride with a screen, mm-hmm. which is. Um, uh, then from there we went to Transformers, and then we were there. She was getting hungry, so I said, "Well, there's a big food court in the Simpsons area." Um, yes, Fast have, Food Boulevard. Fast Yeah, they have tons of different food options and everything. She said, "Okay, let's go over there." And we're walking over there, and I looked at the sign. I was like, "Oh." I forgot, E.T.'s over there. I said, you have to ride E.T. And it had hardly any weight, so we got right in. We get off, and she's like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Did she get her name spoken to her? Yes, but she's like, I don't understand what that ride was. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so then we went... <laughs> she was confused. I was trying to explain it to her, you know, like... We went to another planet, and we went to E.T.'s planet, and she's like... You have laid Amy out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. trying not to, do, not to disturb the show, but just the... <laughs> she comes out, she's like, what? Just... <laughs> has she ever seen the movie? Uh, I'm sure she has a long time ago, but... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. They go into the bathroom, and I walk into um, the uh, Fast Food Boulevard. It is completely packed. It is a madhouse. So I told them, I said, uh, yeah, this doesn't look like we're going to be uh, eating anytime soon. So then um, we That doesn't got... sound very fast to me. No, it was a madhouse. So I go, well, there's And places... I can tell you, though, after that wait, <clears throat> food is not as good as you would want it to be. Yeah, I remember eating there before, but I don't remember what we got. After but... no wait, the food yeah. is not as good as you would want it to be. So... It was the Krusty Burger, which was, yeah. yep, um, it had a little pickle. Um, much more fun is the Flaming Moe's, which is basically orange soda with dry ice and butter, which is really <laughs> fun because it comes out foamy and smoky. Yeah. Um, that's one of our keepsake mugs. Of course, I don't have any dry ice at home, so it's tough to, you know, replicate the effect. Um, so then um, I said, well, why don't we go ahead and just get in line for The Simpsons, and then we can eat something after. Um, so we did The Simpsons. She liked it. Like I said earlier, we had the perfect center view, so everything lined up, and it looked really nice. Um, so we got off The Simpsons, and my wife's knee was bothering her from getting slammed into the wall and walking up the stairs at Volcano Bay. And so we decided, and plus, um, I think there was a tropical storm outside of Florida mm. or something. It was so hot that day um, we were all like I was just dripping with sweat and everything so we're just like why don't we just go ahead um, go over to City Walk get something to eat and then just head back to the resort and rest for a little bit so we left and I'm like Tucson's we gotta go to Tucson's everyone keeps telling me we have to go to Tucson's and they're like okay but we were we came out um, and sh- my mother-in-law was just like I'm hungry just whatever we hit first we're eating that and I was like okay the first thing we walked to was NBC Grill. It's right outside the park. Um, so we went there instead. Um, yes, the NBC go- Grill Brew, which has a giant yeah. television on the outside. It does. So I said, I said fine, but we're going to Tucson's for dinner. And she said, okay, we're going to Tucson's for dinner. I said, all right. Great. Um, so we went in there. That place is great. I loved yes. it. Um, yeah, the grill is good. Yeah, yes. it is really good. I had a uh, blueberry cider, which is delicious. Hmm. I forget what I ate. But it was good. Whatever it was, it was good. When in doubt, just say burger. No, yeah. it wasn't a burger because I was mad because um, um, 
I saw the guy next at the table next to us had a burger, and I was like, that burger looks really good. Another burger. <laughs> I should have got that burger. So then we went back to the resort. I'm um, sensing a theme. What? Any restaurant in City Walk is pretty good. Yeah, so, yeah. That's probably true. Well, wait a minute. Oh. Um, oh. So then... Um, Ooh. So then we went back. I didn't go to the... I didn't get in the Lazy River, but I kind of just walked around where it was. Because they have the little Lazy River at Cabana Bay, which is smaller than I thought it would be. It kind of just goes around one little section. I think I counted seven lifeguards. Like, posted, like, every 12 feet, yeah. they, had a, they had a lifeguard. They have uh, a lifeguard to make sure that every single square inch of the surface is covered visually. Yeah. So um, but, yeah, so I sat there and kind of watched for a little bit. Went over, got a uh, drink at the uh, hideaway pool bar. Love it. You get the, the hideaway uh, is actually hidden away. It's sunken down below the regular yeah. level that you're walking. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's cool. It's, and it's literally cooler down there. It is, yeah. And you get the... Uh, collectible mug for 14 and your refills are like $10. Yes. Yeah, so I took advantage of that a couple times on the trip. Great. And um, those are good for not ever. the length of your stay. They are good <laughs> forever. The next time you stay at Cabana Bay, bring your mug. It will be 10 bucks. The next time you go to Universal, just find your way into the pool area. It'll be basically, 10 bucks. Basically, yeah. <laughs> just got to get into the pool area. Then I went back up to the room, kind of cleaned up and everything, and got them ready. And so I was like, where do you want to go for dinner? They were asking. I was like, uh, I already told you guys we're going to Tucson. That's right. We were going to go down. We had driven there, so we were going to go down and, and take the bus over. She's like, why don't we just drive? And I was like, are we going to leave the scooter here? And she's like, no, you can lift it up and put it in the car. Yeah, that was that thing is heavy. I had my my wife help me, but you know, I was like, just get just get the front wheel in, and then I'll just power lift it into the back. Um, power lift? I'm surprised I didn't. Like, I'm getting it out, I'm surprised I didn't drop it and break the thing. Yeah, but uh, at that, we go, going back at night, flew right through to the parking lot, parked uh, really close in, the, in one of the handicapped spots, and just, like, walked right into City Walk. And I'm like, well, it doesn't seem very crowded or anything, so we'll go over and we'll get some dinner or two, some we can do a little shopping. Which, they don't have that many shops there. I was surprised at the lack of actual stores where you can buy stuff in City Walk. It's mostly restaurants. Yeah, um, that's right. I think you're right. It's mostly restaurants and some bars. Yeah. A lot, there's like a a lot th- less on, like, the... If, you, if you're thinking, like, trying to compare it to Disney Springs, it's a lot less on the merchandise stuff. Yeah, the um, only two I really remember is the big Universal store, and then there's, like, a big surf shop. Right. I forget what it's called. Those are the only Ron two I really John. remember. It's Ron John Surf Shop. Yeah. Um, so we get there, and they immediately Based go in. New Jersey. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we get there. She immediately goes into the Universal store. I said, I'm going to head over, and we're gonna, uh, I'll get to check and make sure there's a wait or anything at Tucson's. And just standing, it's on the other side of the lagoon. There is, it is, there is like a thousand people in front of this place. Yep. I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to get in there. Um, and they do not take reservations. No, so it, it just looked really busy. So I was like, we'll just pick something over here. And I was like, well, I want to go to Cowfish. And my wife's like, what's that? I said, burgers and sushi. And she's like, my mom's not going to eat anything. <laughs> burgers and sushi. So what else do they have? <laughs> just, burgers yeah, are too exotic go, at this point? or go, Just go back to 45 minutes when I said that Cowfish yeah. had something for everybody. Yeah, really. No. Um... <laughs> So they vetoed that, they vetoed Anahitos, and um, 
So I was like, okay, what about Vivo? And they're like, what's that? And I said, it's Italian food. She's like, yeah, that'll work. Of the five of us, I was the only one that liked it. The other four hated it. Mm. They did not like what they got. Uh, two of them got something with meatballs. They said the meatballs tasted funny. Um, whatever my wife got, she didn't like. I got seafood pasta. It was like a black spaghetti with seafood. Oh, squid ink pasta. Yeah, squid ink pasta. Yeah, I thought that was really good. But the other four, I guess so. The other four hated it. So, like you said, all the restaurants are good. According to them, no. <laughs> They're not all good. Wow. Um, all right. I uh, went back to the resort. Then the next day, got up again. My mother-in-law decided she had enough of the park, and she's going to spend the day in the resort. So we go, go um, over to Universal, go to Diagon Alley. That place is amazing. The only thing is, it's like it's not, there's no signage for it. Like, no, that's it's supposed purpose. to be. Yeah, so we walked in the exit. Instead of oh. walking in and going around, I said, I know you have to go around a brick wall. Well, there's two brick walls. You didn't go through King's Cross. Because we came, yeah, because we came yeah. across, we came around the Simpson side and uh, right. Men in Black. Right. So the first right. brick wall I saw, I was like, oh, this must be the entrance. So we walked just, in. It, it is, kind of, but yeah. Yeah, it's also the, it's the main exit, too. Right. We walked in, I was like, that's weird. I thought you were supposed to walk in and see the dragon. Yeah. And, uh. So we're looking around a little bit, and then so I walk over to the left, and I see all the people coming in that way. I'm like, oh! So I grab her. I'm like, I take her out. Like we came in the wrong way. <laughs> I grab her. <laughs> go out. Do over. Yeah. So we go in the correct way um, to see the dragon and everything. And as right as we were walking in, the uh, the dragon breathed fire and all that. So it was pretty mm. cool. Um, so that was awesome. So we walked around there for a couple of minutes. Then we went and got a locker and went and got in line for um, Diagon Alley. And this had no wait. We got in. took us maybe five, ten minutes. Wow. In Gringotts? Uh, in Gringotts. That That's ride's awesome. great. I loved it. Oh, I've heard is... mixed reviews on that one, but I loved it. Um, that was great. We got off. I was like, let's do it again. We immediately got back in line <laughs> and went and did it a second time. We walked around the land a little bit more, watched the kids with their wands, trying to make the different things. They can make the turn the water fountain on and yeah, you know, watch them do all that. I was like, okay, now we need to take the train over to Islands of Adventure and do yes. the stuff over there. Yes. We got on the train. That's neat. Definitely the ride from um, Diagon Alley to Hogwarts is better than the ride back. Interesting. We did the ride back um, when we left. Um, the ride back's boring. Nothing happens. Right there, there's at least something going on. On the screen, we get over to Diagon Alley. Haggard's is down. When we'd come in the park, I gave the lady our tickets, and I don't know what she did, but she somehow messed up the tickets to where my wife's fingerprint um, wouldn't let us wouldn't register. So I don't know what she did. Um, and I tweeted some. I just kind of tweeted about it, like the lady screwed up our tickets. Amy said, um, "Tag Universal." So I tagged yes. Universal. And as we're walking on Diagon Alley, they're messaging me, asking what's going on. So while we were in line for, you know, uh, Gringotts, I messaged them, tell them what's happening. And they said, oh, well, they said, um, where are you at now? And I said, we're on our way to Islands of Adventure. They said, go to the guest services at, um, in Jurassic Park and get some uh, express passes. So they gave us one express pass. One Look at pass. you! So, Yay! Uh, yeah, I feel thanks, Amy. <laughs> I feel partially responsible for your unexpected windfall, so you're very welcome. Thank you. So, um, not partially. You're fully. You are responsible because I wasn't going to tag them. 
I didn't even hey. think to thank him. I just said the lady messed up her thing. But when we got on the, when we went to get on the train because you have to switch parts, the lady, the lady there just fixed it like in two seconds. She goes, "Oh, I see what you did," and fixed it, you know, real easy. Um, so we get off. I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying. I'm almost dragging her. I'm like, let's get over to Haggard's and get in line because it's probably going to be <laughs> a couple hours. And we get over there, and I can just tell as we walk around the corner that it's down, just from the people walking up and walking away yeah. and walking up. Mm. And I, I'm Today, like playing the role of eight-year-old will be Nick. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I um, we walk over to um, Revenger, and I said, "Let's go get our um, express pass so we can come back and use those." She's like, "Okay." So we walk over. I don't know why I completely forgot that Kong had even opened. Oh, Kong! <laughs> um, and so we went over and did Kong. And it's um, huge. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we went and rode Kong. That was that was cool. And then we're walking around the Jurassic Park section. I'm, I she saw the the big splash on the right, right. on the ride. Didn't want to do it. I'm like, let me. There's like a little um, tent, and it says like uh, vacation planning or something on it. And I was like, let me ask this the lady here where guest services is. She goes, this is guest services. And I was like, <laughs> you have found I, it, sir. I look back and the, the like the signs say um, like vacation planning, but the desk she's sitting at says guest services. So I That's guess they, they like keep the line short. Yeah, they share a tent. <laughs> so um, I showed her my message from uh, Universal. She gives me the the, the passes. So we walk back over, um, and on our way back, my wife decided she wanted a corn dog. We passed the corn dog cart. And uh, so we had to stop Amy and get a corn continuing dog. to be a fan of Denny. Oh yes, yeah. I love and they are, some corn dogs. They are the foot long corn dogs. Whoa! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! And then we got that um, universal refillable cup. Yeah. Where you can get soda or whatever in it all day long. Um, so we got one of those. Um, now the now the do you do um, or Denny? I don't know if you had a uh, corn dog. Do you dip in ketchup, mustard, just mustard? What do you do? Um, we both got one. She does mustard. I just eat it plain. I don't put anything on it. Okay. She does, um, she'll take that little packet and, like, just smear it. Oh, and she, see, I dip. I dip and then bite. No, she smears it all over it, then takes a bite and smears it all over the next part and okay. takes a bite, yeah. Amy, how about and you? And then... I usually dip in ketchup. Okay. But I'm gonna, next time I have one, I will try mustard. Well, I actually like both. I put mustard on one side and ketchup on the other, and then you bite in the middle <laughs> and you get both. Oh, there you go. It's oh, weird. There you go. That'll work. Dean, are you work. a corn dog? That'll work. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with a corn dog. I mean, plain is good, ketchup's good, mustard's good. Yep. Corn dogs Back are good. Back to you, corn dog. Uh, here and there. Not really big corn dog. <laughs> All right. That's good. Yeah. And yeah, so um, I ate mine. She only ate half of hers, so I ended up eating the other half of hers. So I had <laughs> a corn dog and a half. Um, you and at this point, you're going to tell us where the medic booth is at yeah. Universal Studios. So, <laughs> yeah, so a foot and a half of corn dog and then a Sprite. And then we went and got on Forbidden Journey, which probably explains so, why. Oh, oh, halfway yeah, through that ride. The ride for this one, Nick. Oh, Nick. <laughs> Halfway through the ride, I was just done. I was like, please let this end. <laughs> and then the spiders show up, and you're like, no. <laughs> and then Dementia show up, and you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't... I mean, it probably does, but I don't remember it going, twisting you up so high the first half of the ride. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I remember is one point I felt upside down. I know you probably weren't, but I felt upside down. It lifted us this, up. And... This sounds familiar from this episode as well. <laughs> yeah. So um, we did that. We went back by Haggard. I said, let's just check and see if it's open. And she's like, okay. We walk back that way. Now it's open, and it's already at 200-minute uh, wait. Or what? Something crazy. Like, the line was coming out of the uh, entrance. Or close could you, to you use your? Could you use your express? No. It no. They no, specifically no said you cannot use it for Haggard. They, they don't offer express there yet. Yeah. Well, that's, um, that's one of the, I didn't mention. That's one of the benefits of staying at the Hard Rock Hotel is that we got Express Pass included because Ooh. we're at that resort. So we right. use our Express for everything, except for uh, Hagrid. Yeah, we'll get except right. for not offered. <laughs> Unfortunately, Hagrid. Um, so we got off that. So then I checked the little app and I was like, "Let's do Spider Man," and it said Spider Man was closed. Oh, great! I said, "Well, you want to go ride the Hulk?" And she's like, "No." It's like, again, it's hotter than heck out there. We're both dripping with sweat. She goes, let's just take the train back um, to the other side because we were going to meet up with Meg, who's always at Universal. Um, so we, um, we took the train back. Um, she wasn't there yet, so we went and got in line for uh, Fast and Furious. Supercharged. Which... At taking it as a ride, it's not that great. Taking it from a cheesy ride, it is fantastic. Oh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> if you just go with it, I mean, because it's almost the exact same thing as Kong. You're in a, you're in a bus, and there's stuff going on all around you. There's neon lights in it, the music's pumping, you know, and there's this, uh, so you need to go into the shop, and the, the whole story is you're trying to evade the feds. Um, they're coming to, to, to bust the, uh, to come and get them. But yeah, just from a pure cheese factor, it is. I, I loved it. Oh, um, so <laughs> terrible. It is, it is a horrible <laughs> ride, but if you just take it, if you just go with the movies, it, I, I, I thought it was great. They could tear it down tomorrow and I wouldn't care, but I mean, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that one ride. They could I would never do it again. Prove the park. Um, oh my gosh! Yep. Then we got up that. Please, met up with is, Meg. is it really? Is it really the equivalent of Superstar Limo at DCA? Is that what we're saying? No. I mean, as far as like, if we close it, the park will be better. <laughs> no. Because people people said Superstar Limo polled so terribly with guests that when they closed Superstar Limo, the polling results among guests went up. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> If, I think if you like the movies, you would like the ride. Yeah. It's just funny, because Kong is a better version of it. Kong yeah. is, is much better, and it's the same ride. It's the same ride, but yeah, because Kong, well, Kong has more um, um, atmosphere. You know, you're going outside, you're going into a cave, you know, all that. Literally, you're just inside, and it's like, you turn one corner, they make you think the bus is moving, you turn another corner, you're in a garage, you turn another corner... They make you think the bus is moving, and you turn a corner and you're getting off. You know, so... Does Vin Diesel appear in this attraction? Yes. But depending on where you're sitting, you may not even see him because there's 
If you're on the left side, you get the rock. If you're on the right side, you can see Vin Diesel. And they're basically trying to protect your bus from whoever the bad guy is in the ride. But it's almost impossible to tell what the heck's going on. Just because there's this stuff going on. There's cars banging in, you know, all around you. And you just hear them going, come on, we're going to get you. Grab hold of this uh, tow cable or whatever they're telling you, you know, telling the bus driver to do. And <laughs> Sounds so <laughs> weird. It's weird. It's a weird ride. Oh, but... I have to look up the ride. You'll have to watch this on YouTube. Yes, you're going to have to watch uh, it. Because right it is ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> it is ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous, but okay, so much on. fun. So oh. much fun. <laughs> um, but it's, it is stupid. <laughs> um, we went out and met. We went and hung out with Meg for a little bit. Um, it was always at Universal, apparently. Um, you need to. You need to stop kicking her. I didn't kick her. She hurt her knee. You need to. You need to tell the story about how Meg got hurt. Meg hurt her knee. What is I don't with know. you with knees? Why are you hurting everyone? <laughs> I did not hurt her. She ship. was walking. Her knee popped. And then I came upon her, and she said her knee was hurting. And then I told everyone I kicked her, but I didn't really kick her. Man, you're like a public menace to kneecaps. From there we left. We went Voodoo Donuts, and I got an ODB, which was like a donut with Oreo cookies and peanut butter on top of it. That sounds good. It was so good. Then we went back to the resort. Yeah, then we went back to the resort. My kid comes over. We're all trying to figure out where to eat. I'm naming every place at Universal. They're like, no, no, no. And I start naming places at uh, Disney. Um, no, 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 no. So I get on the app. I'm like, I'm going to find some place. I'm booking the first place that comes up. You know, um, Shutters. The first, first couple of places that come up are the um, super expensive signature restaurants um, at Disney. And I'm like, no, no, no. Um, so I said, they have new um, platters at Whispering Canyon. So they decide, fine, we'll go there. Ooh. Um, so we drove over to Disney, got on, you know, can't go to Universal and not get on Disney property. You're uh, so went over close, there. you have to. Yeah, went there, went and visited my favorite spot, the fourth floor, little uh, spot with the fireplace and the couch and two chairs. And then we went to Whispering Canyons, and I didn't tell them, anyone with, well, my son knew, and my wife knew about the ketchup, but we didn't tell my mother-in-law, but then she never asked for it. Uh, but she saw everyone else running around with it, so she thought that was cute. Um, we got the new, they have the new platters, um, the barbecue. What's on it? Um, so there's like five different ones. One's veggie-based, one's all pig-based, one's got salmon and pork in it, and one's just like a mixture of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got like one of uh, one of all of them, but the uh, vegetable one. I got the piggy one, uh, which I, they were good. I don't. I wouldn't say they were great barbecue, but they were they were decent. Um, but the best part was getting the forty uh, uh, percent off with the cast member discount. My son got us. See, <laughs> that was the best part. E? <laughs> uh, Hashtag blessed. Yeah, because those things are like, it's like $33 a person. Oh my then, gosh. Yeah, so that took like, almost half the bill right there, just cut it in half. Um, but Whispering Canyon's great. We, she, we sat there, just watched people run around with ketchup the entire time. <laughs> uh, 
explored the resort a little bit, and then we went back to Cabana Bay. Again, I put everybody to bed, and I went to the pool bar. <laughs> that was the theme every night. <laughs> so then our last day, Andy really wanted to show his grandmother where he worked, so we went over to Hollywood Studios. So we went, they have the, the new uh, security checkpoints open there. Ooh, that thing is huge. That? It is huge. They have... I mean, like when you walk into like Epcot, there's like six tables or something. I think there's like 20 tables at this thing. So if there's oh. if, if the crowd yeah. show up for Star Wars, they have plenty of uh, uh, security to to, uh, to get everybody through. Uh, when we walked good. in, yeah, when we walked in, the Skyliners were just hanging there. Um, they weren't moving. So we went in. He um, he works at Toy Story we, Midway Mania. We get over there, the ride's down. He goes, he, he goes in to talk to one of the uh, cast members to find out what's going on. Um, and then, so we're all just waiting around in the heat. So hot that day. Um, then he went over to find out if he knew anyone at, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Slinky Dog Slinky Coaster? Dog. Yeah, Slinky Dog. If he knew anyone at Slinky Dog, maybe he could slide us in the back. Um, he didn't know anybody there. <laughs> so... Um, we were just kind of hanging around, and everyone's like, what do you want to do, what do you want to do? I'm like, okay, let's go do this, let's go do this. Everyone's shooting me down, no, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do that. Um, we rode Star Tours, and then we left. <laughs> went, went over to Disney Springs, everyone was hungry, they wanted to go to get something to eat. Uh, nobody wanted to eat anywhere in, <laughs> in Hollywood Studios. When, when so, you're hot, and when you're tired, it, yeah. it's... It seems like everybody's kind of disagreeable, you know. Like everybody was. Nobody it's so easy to, to just say no. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we went over to Disney Springs, and I was like, "Oh, she love my mother-in-law loves Cracker Barrel." I said she'd probably love Homecoming. So, oh, yeah. so let's go there. We park. We we head over there. I go in, and I said, "How much? You know, how long for a table? Ninety minutes." Oh no! The line, the line for homecoming and the line for Slinky Dog were the same exact uh, length. They're both ninety <laughs> minutes. <laughs> did you check? Did you check like for an ADR like, or yeah, an well, table or anything? Yeah, I tried. I tried to get an ADR. Nothing came up. Um, mm. So again, I do the same thing where I'm rolling through all the places uh, there, you know, and they're vetoing everything I'm saying. You know, no, we don't go there. No. Oh. I said, whatever's around the corner reading that, I don't care. I'm tired of arguing. And we go around the corner, and it's uh, Deluxe. The Big Bad me. Wolf Sausage uh, Shack. <laughs> that was Deluxe. <laughs> so we went to Deluxe. That's not a bad place. I liked it. Um, took forever. Um, we walked in. There was no line. We ordered our food. And then as we were sitting down, about 50 people all came and got in line behind mm -hmm. us. But it took at least 15 minutes before our food showed up. So, um, so we went to Epcot, um, basically just did a big loop around the park, went to, uh, went and got some uh, dumplings, I love those. Oh. Uh, we rode the Grand Fiesta Tour, was, sent a picture of the, um, the shop in Japan just to tease Dean. <laughs> Mitsukoshi? Yeah. I walked over to uh, International, like, from uh, the bridge on France, you can see into all the construction over at International Gateway. So they got that all still t 
tore up. They better hurry if they're going to have that open by the end of September. We we were, we I, we were going to stay at Epcot. Um, said let's go do test track. Test track down. Um, was like it stormy? Right, it was starting to storm. That's was, why the clouds were building up. Yeah. Because um, if there's so, lightning within ten miles of the property, they won't run test yeah. track. Okay. Um, so, so we decided to leave after we just did, we basically just did a big loop of the entire park and then left. Oh, so, going, so you did a, you did, a, you did another 5k. Yeah. The only thing we rode was, um, the Grand Fiesta tour. So and, you went to uh, two theme parks and rode two things. <laughs> no, we did, a uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hollywood Studios, <laughs> the only thing we rode was Star Tours. <laughs> and I thought the only thing we rode was, uh. Yeah, the Grand Fiesta tour. Yep. And argued about where to eat. It sounds to me like he was on a on the Amy touring plan, where yeah. like <laughs> go in, go <laughs> in, right, walk around. Wait. But that's not that's a bad that. thing. No. no, it's not. I mean, we had a great, had a, had a good time. I mean, but it was it was still really hot. Everyone was miserable. We were yeah, like, let's just go no. back. Let's just go back to the resort. My wife, See, as we're going back to the resort, she's like, we're never coming here in July again. Well, I don't. I don't blame her though. Yeah, yeah, I don't assign any blame to her, as you know. I am her. I'm a most staunch advocate. I will defend each and every decision. So, you're her agent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but we went back. Uh, got back to Cabana Bay. Decided to eat at the Bayliner Diner one last time. They have a uh, Brazilian beef chimichurri. Mm. Oh my god, it was so good. Now, see, um, I joked that you would enjoy the chimichurri sauce that Becca had gotten yeah. on the cruise on your beef tips. Sure enough, you got the steak chimichurri. I did. It was so good. I was like, this food court is amazing. It is. It's, <laughs> it's it, so if good. I were to sum it, it, Amy, it's kind of like having sunshine seasons at your resort. Mm. Yeah. It is a really, it is a really good, uh, surprising yeah, everything everybody else got, I sampled everything. I liked it all. It was all good. Yeah, so the last night after dinner, and they had a live magician, a magician, a musician. <laughs> in live the, magician uh, doing close-up magic. Uh, musician in the lobby next to the swizzle bar uh, playing, so I stopped and watched him for a couple of songs. Um, and then I went to go to the hideaway, and there was a line of like 10 people just to get, like they have like, they have like a little queue set up where you can just order the drink and leave, or you can sit at the bar. And there was only one bartender there. I'm like, well, if he's serving this line, this is going to take forever. And I was like, well, they have another bar on the other side. So I walked over that way. There was nobody there. Just a bartender by himself. So I just sat down and, and then, like, not wanting to get up. So I was like, I know I'm going to get up. I'll go back to the room. I'll fall asleep. And then I'm going to get up, and then we're going to have to leave. <laughs> I don't want to leave. That's my so feeling, <laughs> too. On the, on the night before we depart... I just, you know, just staying up, trying to soak in every yeah. last little thing. And then I finally just am like, okay, wave my white flag. <laughs> Get yeah. in the well, they, they start <laughs> shutting everything down. So the pool bar is closed at 11, so they're kicking you out of the pool, you know. And then the lobby, all that, pretty much, except for the check-in, shuts down at midnight. So they're kicking you out of there. The bowling alley's closed. Everything's closing. So you can just meander or go back to your room. Um, yes, and the next morning we got up and left, and I, I crying as we left Cabana Bay. Oh. Not really, but it was sad <laughs> to go back. <laughs> it is such a great resort. The only thing, the 
I think I, I think I, I put on Twitter the two things I didn't like. I can't remember what one of them was now. But uh, one for sure is if you're driving there, there's no outside. Like if you go in, when you're inside and you're at the pool, the um, towers have the names of the towers on them. Like we were on the we were in the Continental, and on the other side mm-hmm. the Americana. Then you go to the other pool, and it's what the Thunderbird. I don't remember what the other two are. Yeah, I don't remember what the other ones are. Yeah, they're all named um, after like classic fifties cars. Yeah, but if you're on the outside and you're driving to the parking lot, there's no signage. No. We parked, went up to our floor, got off the elevator. This is the first the first night. And I'm looking for the room number. I'm like, these numbers don't add up. Every my room number started with a four, these are all starting with a six. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Oh no. I look around, I'm like, we're in the Americana building. We're not in... Sir, this is Congress Park. You're in Carousel. Yeah. We are in the completely wrong building. Because you have to... He's at Portofino Bay. He's at Portofino. He's at Aventura. You're in the parking lot. The parking lot, as a a stop, you stop at a stop sign. You can either turn to the right and go uh, to the parking lot or continue straight under the bri- under the tower, right down this long narrow um, path that doesn't look like you should be going into. Like no, it no looks time. like you're. It looks like backstage. You're hundred yeah. percent right. It looks like I shouldn't be driving here. Yeah, there's no sign saying "Do not enter," but it looks like this is not the right way. Yeah, um, it looks yeah, like. Have... To, to give you an idea, it looks like where the vehicles for airports drive on an, in an airport. If that makes yeah, any they sense. Literally, they literally <laughs> built one of the towers over the road. That was the one driving, I stayed in. <laughs> yeah, you have to drive under the tower. So you have to drive under the tower, then you come out, and then there's another parking garage and a parking lot for the Continental side. So. Yes. And, and that's the thing. one where when we stayed at the Volcano yeah. Bay suites that overlook, the, it's the Cabana Bay Towers. But yeah, we didn't have to yeah. mess with that because there's only two of those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's signs for everything everywhere, except for in the parking lot to tell you this way to Continental. So, well, sounds like going to Universal, that is the good stuff. This has been the good stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, on Twitter at AIOT Travel, or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon session. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast. And please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice.
my dearest listener, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as Bert et Bacon proudly present your outtakes. Yeah, you got me scribbling notes, Dean. <laughs> then you're like, more prepared than we are. I was like, crap, what did I do while I was there? <laughs> I was trying to remember. So I, I knew where I ate, but when did I eat there? Like, what order? And... Yeah, this is, looks like a maniac uh, scribbled. Uh, no one will know. <laughs> what manifesto. <laughs> oh, let's try this again. Gmail. And this is why I gave up podcasting. <laughs> the hardest part is getting everybody to pick yep. up. Yep. Hello. There we hey. go. Hello. We have everyone Hi. Paul now. Hi. Yeah, we don't, we don't need Paul. We'll, we'll just continue with them. <laughs> I'm Sorry. happy. This, this confirms that I'm dialing correctly. <laughs> wait, He's wait. too busy. He's too busy looking at um, feral hog. I have a material. second Paul that I'm dialing now. There's two Pauls in my list. Oh, there he is. There he is. Hi. Another Paul. Why were you not calling me? I was. I have two Pauls in my list, apparently. Well, you I'm... need to clean that up. Well, I'd say it's the one with Luna over your shoulder, but uh, this one is also Luna over your shoulder. <laughs> Sounds like a Paul good, strong... Hog. Nice, Paul yes. Hog. 30 to 50 hogs. They're lining each state, Polly. I gotta say, out of all of us, um, Beck, Paul, and yeah. I are the least likely to have feral hogs in our yard. Uh, I'm debating whether that is a Kentucky problem or a Texas problem. <laughs> it's well, it's actually a south of Pennsylvania <laughs> and probably west of Pennsylvania problem. Yeah, this was particularly an Arkansas problem, wasn't it? Arkansas, uh, Texas has a bunch. There's actually a bunch of feral hogs in Hawaii. Really? Yeah. I have yet to run into any feral hogs on my walks. That would be bad if you were to. <laughs> do that but i mean i almost ran into a deer last week oh there's I, my neighborhood is lousy with deer yeah they actually have um we're we're on their um daily commute between one park and another park yeah we are close to the deer water source around here because we're across the street from a reservoir yeah so on any given night we could have anywhere from three to seven maybe eight plus deer just hanging around Coyotes. Well, yeah, you, coyote. have, you have coyotes? Oh, yeah. Baby coyotes. We have coyotes, bobcats, and deer most, most of the time. Bunnies. Oh, the cat uh, can't go Feral bunnies. Lots of bunnies. With the big woody Easily 30 to 50 of them. 30 to 50 feral bunnies. <laughs> yeah, the, the only uh, really apex predator in our area, we have a lot of birds of prey. We got a lot of hawks. Um, you know, we're close enough to the ocean where the seagulls become an issue over there. But, um, yeah, lot, lot, I mean, probably a good night. I could look up and see four five, six hawks circling. Send them this way. They can feast on all the squirrels. Oh, they feast on squirrels, <laughs> bunnies. Squirrel. I, um, I, I had the, I, I don't, I don't know how you would categorize this. I don't know if it was a fortune or misfortune. I was walking home from one of my daughter's soccer games that they played really locally, like at the park, like I said. 
I walked about four feet from a hawk that was sitting on top of a fence. It clearly saw me coming. I didn't see it because it wasn't moving. And and it's like I stared it right in the eye. And I was like, if it wanted to, that could really mess me up right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it didn't. Didn't even move. It's, you know, it's, its head just followed me as I walked past. I was like, hello. <laughs> I'd say you're worse off if it's circling overhead of you, though. Then yeah, should... or if... Just waiting for you to like lie down or not look or take a break. <laughs> well, we do bombs. have some, we do have some turkey vultures, but those are a little bit more rare. Uh, we have know. a ton of turkey vultures here. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Because Amy, I know you you've got. I mean, you, we've talked about your bird feeder escapades in the past, but what what kind of what kind of birds of prey, which are feeding on what feeds on the bird feeders? Oh yeah, we have hawks here, like you mentioned. The turkey vultures are afraid of everything. They just show up when they know that something's good and dead. And they come down to, you know, clean it up. They're the cleanup crew. Uh, But, yeah, out here, just, you know, the regular little songbirds and then the hawks. And then we also hear coyotes every now and again. Um, What we have pretty pretty regularly out here is some really strong possums and really strong raccoons cardinals if I lay here <laughs> if I just lay right you, you must have cardinals and wildcats yes definitely oh wildcats. you oh <laughs> you <laughs> i can't even think of another college in kentucky to pick a mascot from <laughs> sir well uh western kentucky with that red thing the red blobby thing <laughs> that eats cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> what's the what's the one for the Eastern Kentucky? Is it Colonels? Yeah, the Colonels. Eastern Kentucky. We have a lot sure. of colleges and universities here, sir, as well as you know multiple airports <laughs> for your for your travel use for your travel needs. Yes. You can contact Becca. That's P E B. Listen to me. There you go. Be- that again. <laughs> That's B E K K A at adventuresoutthetravel.com. Uh, and now we're when well, now we're becoming the three o'clock radio podcast doing live ad reads. We've always done live ad reads. We even have a jingle. We do have a jingle. Do have a jingle? So. Jingle jingle. Yeah. It's a jingle jungle. <laughs> Jam it for jungle parade. I mean, the best is when Amy sings it. Dean tried to sing it, and you berated him for it. Dean, have you really never shared the jingle with her? Dean, you tried to sing. I mean, that's more. That's more amazing. Someone doesn't listen to the show. No, someone doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> did he? Someone's did he try to child. sing on the episode she was on? Yeah, yeah that? remember that, Nick? Yeah, I got crushed for that one. Someone that was last heard. week. <laughs> or three. All right. Yeah, three six ago, months ago. Like that, wasn't it? <laughs> Some of us have to work during the day. Oh, yikes. You're too busy doing a suicide assessment. You can't take a break to record a podcast. Sorry. Right. Amy, what's the jingle? (laughs) I'm going to let Dean sing it again. (laughs) We're going to give Nick a shot this time. All right, I give up. No jingle. What's next? (laughs) Come on, Nick. We need a jingle. I don't remember the jingle. Wow. Adventure is out there, travel. Oh, that one. Oh. <laughs> it's Doofus for Teefle Incorporated, okay? <laughs> jingle bell, jingle bam. 
someday Dr. Doofenshmirtz is going to show up and be like, you know what? <laughs> Knock it off, kids. <laughs> ah, Barry the platypus! <laughs> they should have him do a meet and greet. That would be fun. Is there really no, is is there not a Perry the Platypus character? <sighs> well, you know who was the, who else? God. Whoa, <laughs> Rusty. Ah! Rusty said you know, no firefighter. That's right. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I still Need want to Nick to sing the music though. Well, just... we we've got everybody singing on here so far except Nick. Before this episode is over, we're gonna have Nick sing. Nick sounds like he's talking to us through a walkie-talkie. He is. It's my wireless uh, headphones. Your wireless walkie-talkie. Yeah. That's all right. Amy sounds like she's talking to us through a call Megaphone. waiting. <laughs> Megaphone. <laughs> what? <laughs> Amy gets three seconds of texting, and then there's a pause. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, over. <laughs> of editing, there will be no pauses when this show comes No, out. there won't, because it would be easy to spot. There's just going to be this dead air for a second. So like, well, I'll take care of that. Oh, wow. Sorry. Birth Universal again. Again. Insert music here. Boom, boom. <laughs> Okay, that wasn't Harry Potter. That wasn't E.T. What, what was that music? Was that like that's the Universal the uni- movie that is, openings? That's, yes, that's exactly ah, the Universal right. logo music. Oh, I was, I was singing Dark Side music. Wrong park. Oh, you're the Evil Empire. No, no, that one we know. We've heard that on the piano a lot in the last six months. The next day we went to Disney and we were driving around. You see the backside of Star Wars. You see the backside of everything. Yeah. You see the backside of water? Backside of water. Yes! We didn't go on the Jungle Cruise. Oh. We didn't even go to Magic Kingdom, but anyway, so... That's a paradox. At... Oh, if you didn't yeah. go to Magic Kingdom, did you even go to Walt Disney World? Yes. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. count. Um, so we went, we rode Kong. Um, I don't think that's for... supposed to be by the end of September. The Skyline is open September 29th. Oh, well, then yes, they're going to have that ready by yeah. the end of September. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would hope they would have that Hi, ready. outtakes listeners. <laughs> Magic of editing. <laughs> No, this is um, staying in the show, sir. <laughs> I don't think you have a say, ma'am. Jingle bell, jingle bam!